Hello and welcome to the Mindful Men podcast, the show helping men to open up about manhood. My name is Simon Rennie and my aim is to get men talking. From mental health to fatherhood and everything in between, Mindful Men creates a safe space for conversation. Now, before we get into this episode, I want to say a huge thank you for joining me. It means a world for you to join me and talk about men's issues. And if you love what you hear, please subscribe and share the episode with your mates. You can also join the conversation on Instagram and YouTube, and I'd love to connect with you there. But for now, sit back, relax, and let's get mindful. G'day guys, and welcome to episode 13 of the Mindful Men podcast. My name is Simon Rinney, and I'm the man behind Mindful Men. In today's episode, I want to talk about mental health recovery, or as I like to call it, the mental health roller coaster. It's the ups and downs associated with living with mental illness. It's the peaks and the troughs, the happiness and sadness. And it's challenging to live with because one minute you're doing okay, and then next you're not. The reason why I wanted to talk about this is because for the last few months I've been in a trough. The roller coaster has flung off the high of finishing university last year and has hurtled down the other side. And it doesn't look pretty. My lunch is about to come up. I've got a bug in my eye. And my luscious locks are falling out at a rate of knots. I feel sick. And I wanted to share this with you because talking about our mental health matters. And in doing so, I hope that it takes away the stigma about speaking about our mental health. After all, that's my aim with Mindful Men. In this episode, I'm putting up my hand and I'm recognizing that internally, I haven't been well. I've been on a downwards trend for the last few months and I recently hit a wall. This has felt a bit like a car crash in slow motion with a range of factors contributing to the accident. And despite knowing this, despite seeing that wall edging closer and closer, I felt like I couldn't do anything to stop it. Now to frame today's episode, I wanted to provide some clarity about what mental health is. In Australia, the term mental health and mental illness is often interchangeable. When we say I have a mental health condition, it means that we are living with mental illness. This could be anything from anxiety or depression to schizophrenia, PTSD or obsessive compulsive disorder. The Beyond Blue website has a great way of reframing this and they base it on the World Health Organization's definition that mental health is a state of well-being. Beyond Blue highlights alternatives such as good or positive mental health or well-being. And when we look at these alternatives, like good or poor, we can see how our mental health is scalable. If we're good, then we have good or positive mental health. And if we're not good, we might have poor or negative mental health. This is an important concept because we often move between poor and good mental health. When things are just right and we have the right supports and self-care in place, we find ourselves in a state of balance. 
So in thinking about this movable scale of mental health, we can start to see how it might reflect a roller coaster. When we're good, we're reaching for the skies. When we're bad, we're plummeting back down to earth. Another term often used in the mental health space is the recovery journey. I've also heard of it called the recovery pathway. Essentially, the journey or pathway is how we move from a low point to a place where we feel good again. It can be relatively quick or it can take a lifetime. We often feel that we're walking that path alone and this is certainly the case if we haven't opened up about what's troubling us. Our path can look and even feel dark and gloomy. It can seem like it's all uphill and that we're being weighed down by a gigantic boulder of guilt, shame, despair, uncertainty, fear, and even sadness. Then at certain points of the journey, a support might come into play. It might be a friend or family member that we've opened up to, or it could be our doctor or our work colleagues, for example. And when this happens, a light turns on along our path. Then all of a sudden, this part of the journey seems less ominous. It seems less dark and gloomy. And we feel a sense of hope, even if we don't recognize it at the time. We start to feel like we've got a bit more control over what's going on. We might feel like we have a better sense of direction that we're heading. The key with our mental health journey is to find good quality supports that help us. Why? Because we want to switch on as many lights as possible. But they also need to be quality supports that work for us. Have you ever heard of that saying, too many cooks spoil the broth? Basically, if too many cooks are engaged in the same broth making process, then the broth can turn out shit. The same concept goes for our mental health journey. If we have too many things going on in that journey, we can become overwhelmed. When this happens, we can often find ourselves stuck in the mud because despite our best intentions, we've overloaded ourselves with too many opinions about what we should do or too much self-care things that we feel obliged to complete them all. So with any pathway towards wellness, it's important to find the right supports that don't train us, but actually maximize our well-being. It could be talking to a small group of friends or family that we trust, but not the entire workplace or schoolyard or our Facebook friend list. It could include talking to your GP and someone like a mental health social worker. Or if a social worker doesn't fit for you, then a psychologist or a counsellor. But it wouldn't involve consulting Dr. Google. Because as I've said before, Dr. Google knows algorithms, not you. From a self-care perspective, it can be a range of things that make us feel good. For me, that means regular exercise. It also means filling my head with good stuff, like reading a good book, listening to a good podcast, or watching a good documentary. When I burned out in 2020, I also enjoyed men's yoga and Pilates, and even dabbled in some journaling. But self-care could look different for you. It could look like art or music or collecting coins or rock climbing, for example. It could look like sewing or picking up trash from the beach. It could look like going surfing or fishing or packing up the car to go camping. But it needs to be balanced. You don't want to spend all your day journaling if you hate it. 
or you don't want to spend six hours at the gym every day because you might get injured. And you certainly don't want to go camping by yourself every weekend if it means that you'll be distancing yourself from those that you love. As I said before, it's just about balance. So with each support that comes into our lives, it turns on another light of our recovery path. And with each light that turns on, that darkness that often comes with mental illness starts to lift. So you're now walking this pathway and the lights are turning on. You're feeling good and then suddenly a light blows out. This can seem like you're taking a step backwards or that you're right back where you started from and it's frustrating. But it's perfectly okay thing about the recovery journey. You see, not all supports can last a lifetime. Friends come and go. Your GP may retire or your meds might need changing. Or you might break a leg and can't hit that gym for another three months whilst you recover. Something tragic might happen in your life, like a death in the family. Or you simply lose track of your coping mechanisms and regress. And I've done this plenty of times. When things like this happen, we often feel like kicking that light post down. But all we really need to do is just find a new globe. This could be changing our doctor or joining a new sporting club. It could be taking up a new hobby or letting go of toxic relationships. It will be hard at first, but you've already come this far, so keep going. As with life, our recovery from mental illness is not linear. There is no normal race. In fact, there is no race at all. And this is another concept that causes us tension. As soon as we're thinking and feeling and talking about mental health, we start to notice others with their own mental health challenges. Then we start to compare. You might notice that my recovery pathway is shorter than yours, or I might notice that your pathway is straighter and simpler than mine. You might hear someone say that they only needed meds for a month, whereas you've been on meds for years. Or you might only need one psychology session to feel better, whilst I need 20 just to feel a little bit less bad. It's during moments where other people seem to get it better than us that we start to wonder what is wrong with us. But in reality, nothing is wrong with us. We're just walking our own path. The trouble here is actually comparison. It's comparing ourselves with other people. Sure, we might have it better than others, but we don't compare ourselves to them. We compare ourselves to the people who have it better than us. In episode 11, I talked about five more positive affirmations to inspire you. And one of those was comparison is the thief of joy. This affirmation can go with a lot of things, particularly mental health. When we compare our journey to someone else's, we get miserable. We miss our own growth because our focus is elsewhere. But what we need to do is to focus back in on ourselves. And once we do this, we can start to acknowledge the steps that we have taken or that we are currently taking towards our own sense of wellness. Even this concept is evident on our roller coaster. You might be sitting in the middle car and watching all those fortunate people up the front get over their low before you do. And whilst you feel shit about this, there's someone at the back watching you and doing the same. But you don't care about the bloke at the back. You just care about the person in the front. 
But ultimately, we all reach the end point and step off that recovery path. Sure, the car at the front got there first. Then you arrived and then shortly after, so did the blokes at the back. And when you all get off that recovery roller coaster, there's a mix of emotions. Some people are happy, others are dazed and some are terrified, but you're all okay. Each roller coaster ride is unique to the person experiencing it. As I said at the start of this episode, I've been in a dip of my roller coaster ride. And this dip has included anger and fear, anxiety, depression, sadness, confusion, exhaustion, uncertainty, physical pain, lost motivation, and feeling helpless. That's just a few emotions I've felt over the past few months. But as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I know the value of opening up. I know that when I get into this state, I need to talk it through. I know I need meds and counseling. I know I need to look at my self-care and ramp it up if possible. And this is what I did. I've been on about five mental health care plans since 2012. And the support that I get through them helps. So I didn't hesitate to book a doctor's appointment and get another one. Then I booked a psychology appointment and off I went. I also let trusted people know it worked because I feel that this is important. Why? Because if my work colleagues don't know what's going on, how can they help me? All the things I've done have resulted in more lights turning on on my recovery pathway. Now, I'm comfortable doing this because I've been doing it for a long time. The mental health recovery roller coaster has continually come around and waited for me to get on. And that's okay. Because I know that when I open up, the lights on my pathway turn on. They help me to pull the brakes of that rapid descent on the roller coaster where my heart is in my throat and I'm struggling to breathe. And then the roller coaster starts to slow down and I realize that I am okay. Now, I know some of you might say, Simon, that's good for you, but not for me. And I get this viewpoint. I get that it's hard. And you might feel like you can't open up. I've been there for years. But what I say to that is the very fact that you're listening to this podcast today is proof that you're ready to open up. Because if you weren't, you wouldn't be listening to a podcast about mental health. You wouldn't be filling your head with good stuff. You wouldn't be trying to find inspiration to open up. You'd be ignoring it or trying to figure it out on your own and not getting anywhere. And if you're sitting on a fence with all this stuff, let me leave you with this. I lived with mental illness for about 20 years before I opened up and it sucked. It was draining and tormenting. I was down and out more times than you could think. But holding it in and not talking about things wasn't a good thing. It didn't make me tough. It didn't make me any more of a bloke. In fact, it made me weaker. It made me a shadow of my former self. But these days, I'm okay with not being okay. I don't like living with mental illness, but I know that it's not the end of the world. I'm not going to keep suffering in silence because I did that for too long. I spent too long trying to work it out for myself. So don't be like me, be better than me. I implore you, get the help you need now, not tomorrow. Don't wait until next year, do it next week. Don't think that you have to do it on your own because you don't have to. 
Do it now so that you don't have to live another day of struggle. Do it so you can turn on more lights of your recovery path. And do it so you can get better and then hop off that mental health roller coaster. Thanks for joining me today. My name is Simon Rennie. Until next time, stay mindful. Well, that's a wrap for today's episode and I hope you got some value from it. If anything triggered your mental health today, please reach out to your support networks. Also, if you loved what you heard, be sure to subscribe to the show and share it with your mates. For more from Mindful Men, you can check us out on Instagram and YouTube and I'll throw the links to these pages in the show notes below. But until next time, stay mindful.